Well, hello, everybody. It's Ian Brown here from the Lloyds Banking Group Apprenticeship Team. And uh, this is another one of our series of talking to uh, different businesses that we're working with at the moment in the world of apprentices. And I'm really pleased to be joined by uh, Caroline from Math Engineers. Good, good morning, actually, because it is a morning. Good morning, Caroline. <laughs> good morning, Ian. It seems an early morning so, <laughs> yes. on this one. So, Caroline, this is just a chat, really, about you know how uh, in the world of apprenticeships and also the world of business in uh, in these strange times. But why don't we start off by you telling us a little bit about you know, yourself and uh, and math engineers in uh, in normal times? Yeah. So, um, math engineers in general, sort of outside of the whole COVID scope, um, our core business is supply and installation of secondary steel. Um, our main work stream is supply and install to the general construction industry. Uh, we have packages that range from sort of 100,000 to 2.5 million. Um, we've recently diversified into the process industry and fabricating materials for that sector as well. Um, recently completed our first bridge structure, um, which is a big thing for us at Manchester Royal Infirmary, so we hope to sort of get more into that side of things as well. Um, myself within the business, I thought of, I'm a bit of everything, I wear a different hat every day, <laughs> um, but that's sort of, that's the general overview I would say for us. Mm. So how long, how long have you all been in existence then? In um, so we were established in 2008, um, so quite a long time now. <laughs> yeah. I've been with the business myself, I think around about, um, it's jumped seven years yesterday actually. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Fantastic. And so, I, I guess what we're saying then is, you know, and and the world of business and the world of opportunities for map engineers has always been one where technologies evolved and opportunities have, you know, have have existed, and you've kind of grown by seizing different opportunities and technologies as they've as as they've become available. Yes, definitely. And um, sort of any, we're always on the lookout for new opportunities. So whether it be sort of technology-based um, and the software that we can use. Um, it, we tend to grab that with both hands. We've developed our systems so that they're more user-friendly and it's easy for people to use. So if we get someone new in the office, it's quite straightforward. Um, so anything anything technology-wise, we tend to grab with both hands. Yeah, and it's one of those strange things with engineering, isn't it, that a lot of... Um you know, a lot of parents are still kind of like a little bit fuzzy on their understanding of engineering and actually just how much technology drives things. Um. Yeah, definitely. I think as a as a broad overview, people who haven't had any dealings with the engineering industry tend to think it's sort of a lot of you come in, stand up machine, and, that, and that's it done. You you operate the machine, but there's a lot that goes into it, the technology side, like you say, um, new softwares, updates, things like that. It all plays a part in that one person being able to do the role so they're not just sort of stood at a machine pressing one button and, that, and that's it there's a lot more that goes into it wow okay i know each time i go and see um businesses like yours i'm always impressed by uh, i seem to always have a photograph of me next to a robot i think if you're not based within the engineering industry it can be sort of it's quite fascinating even with myself because i don't work within the workshop when I go in there, it's like, oh, I don't know what this does, but it looks interesting, and it's very fascinating to sort of walk around the workshops and see what different machines do different things. Yeah. So these are slightly strange times for us. 2020 has not quite turned out the way that perhaps we thought when we were doing no. the <laughs> <laughs> So how have these um, 
how these really quite strange times changed the the landscape, or 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 have they really for for that? They definitely have. We've seen an impact. So commercially, the impact has been from clients not releasing funds. Obviously, with that level of uncertainty, if people are trying to hold on to what money they have to see where ride out that sort of wave, um, and then but we're slowly starting to get back into it now. I feel. Um, from an operational point of view, the social distancing measures um, from both a manufacturing and installation point of view definitely proved challenging for us. Um, the inherent nature of our business means working in close proximity, so that's hard to mitigate out at the moment. Um, but we're definitely working with it, putting what, what measures we can in place, changing some of the, the things that we do around to make it work for the new procedures. So that's, that's the sort of impact that's had on us. Yeah, sure. And and lots of people, I think, are kind of realising that they're having to kind of adapt and learn kind of new things and new ways of working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> through, there's a lot of uh, reading all the new guidelines and everything and sort of issuing the new procedures as and when they come out. Um, yeah. So it's, it's trying to keep up with all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, the suddenness of um, of lockdown which, you know, most of us in our living memory have never really experienced something quite like that. And then the change in those trading patterns, as you say, has made some businesses anxious about, you know, in investing and how they yeah. manage their funds and then thinking about apprenticeships um, as well in there. But you, you still have a pipeline of, uh, of, uh, of, of people that you're kind of crafting towards that apprenticeship journey. So what's your, what's your thinking about, you know, where you are and, 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 and apprenticeships? Yeah. So for us, investing in people is part of our core values as a business. It's something we really like to do. We enjoy seeing someone come in, learn from day one and then succeed. We like to see that process. Um, so, for that side of things, it, we definitely look at the cost, but it's not something that we're holding back on due to COVID. We, we sort of look at where the opportunity still lies. So at the minute, we've got one, one of my colleagues within the office um, training to be put on an apprenticeship this September. And then this week, we've taken on a um, guy in our workshop who's going to be going on to an apprenticeship within the next couple of weeks within the engineering side of things and then in July we also have a school leaver joining us um, who will join the engineering sector again he'll be in the workshop we'll see where he fits um, so that side of things we were still really active on investing in the people because like I say that's, that's one of our core values. Mm. And do you think this is partly because I'd imagine you know it takes quite a long time to you know, the, some of the apprenticeships and, uh, and the complexity of skill that you need in your industry, do you think it's something about, because you have to still keep one eye on, on the long term in terms of skill development? Yeah, so we're quite lucky, I think, in the mix of ages that we've got and experience in our workshop. Um, we've got enough that when we do get apprentices, we don't sort of, we don't want to flood the workshop with them because it would, again, like you say, you'd have to keep an eye on everything, making sure it's going well in their skill levels up to up to grade and making sure they're staying safe with what they're doing. So we tend to pick some of our core team at the highest skill level to pair them with and have them shadowing them a little bit and um, so that they can learn from the best. 
and still keep our workforce going and the workload how it should be, keep everything to the standard that we want. Um, mm. So I think we've got quite a good little system where they come in, they get paired with someone, they learn a lot of different things quite quickly, and that way they can see where they want to go and we put them on the right track. Fantastic. So it's something about keeping everything in, keeping everything in balance. Yeah, definitely. Great. And then levy transfer, uh, which is how we come to know each other yeah. um, through that process, um, presumably just helps a little bit with that that um, that thinking and just oiling the wheels of, uh, of the recruitment that you have to do. Definitely. So when I first heard about the levy transfer, it was only last year. Um, when we had an older apprentice that we wanted to put on quite a, an in-depth course, um, we didn't really know where to turn, so we ended up finding out about the levy transfer. And the whole process, um, it takes a lot of stress off of us as a business because we sort of put out what we want, and then someone with the knowledge within that sector, like yourselves, has come to us and said, you know, we're happy to help. Um, any questions, just fire them across, and we get answers straight away. So it takes away that level of stress from the business that might push people away from doing the sort of research on it. So I think it's definitely a massive help to have someone with the knowledge to guide you through the process. Yeah, sometimes people say, you know, one of the benefits that they get from uh, investing in apprenticeships through levy transfer is that they can plan with some certainty because they can they can go and find their donor through levy match finder and they can find their match and then they they know then that the funding is in place and that's one big thing off their off yeah, their never ending to do list. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So having that security means like you say, you can you can plan for the future. You can say, right, well, this employee is definitely secured with that funding. We know there's nothing no changing circumstances there are going to adjust where he will go forward we have a clear path for them so that like you say that security is definitely a massive benefit um it just puts your mind at ease good great to hear so when our country and businesses we start to come through this journey as lockdown evolves and who knows how that's exactly going to be We tend to hear these stories about people personally saying, I've learned some new things in this period, and some of them I'm going to keep when we yes, return definitely. back to whatever normal <laughs> is. So what, what, what do you think you've learned or had to do differently that you think, well, you know, whenever we get to whatever new normal becomes, I'm, I'm actually going to hang on to this? Yeah, I think a couple of the main things is the innovation with regards to communicating in meetings. So... A lot of the time, our meetings, because we work all over the UK, we could have a a three-hour drive to a meeting that sort of only lasts about half an hour. That's a big chunk of someone's day that would be used being productive rather than just sort of driving. Um, So the the technology that we've got now to be able to do meetings, whether it be on Zoom or Teams or whatever platform, I think that's definitely something we'll look at keeping where possible. to just make sure that people's days are more productive with the time um, and the sort of lateral thinking around our installation methods as well, so where we've maybe had to come up with different solutions to having sort of a team of people install something. Can we use other sort of machines, technology, and what can be brought in to lose a couple of people so that we can keep up with the social distancing, but it'll 
transfer into sort of months, years down the line, how we actually install our projects, how we manufacture them. So I'd probably mm. say we keep those things definitely. Mm. So both of those sound like they're kind of potentially quite helpful from a productivity perspective to be able yeah. to almost be in more places at once or be more agile in terms of how you can respond to client demand in the future. Yes, yeah, definitely. Fab. Well, I've really enjoyed speaking to you today. It's been great to catch up with you because it's a little while since we first spoke about level yeah. transfer. So great to know how things are going on. And Caroline from Math Engineers, thank you so much for your time. Thank you.